Welcome to the inaugural session of our podcast, the Made for TV Movie Club. I'm one of your hosts, Beth. And I'm the other host, Kirsten. We're so happy you're joining us on our fun journey that's going to bring back a ton of nostalgia. For those of you who are a little older, if you're not, then get to learn some new things about old bad movies. Um, I'm going to be calling Kirsten Casey because I've been calling her that since before this movie was made. So you guys do you. She calls herself Kirsten. I call her Casey. And that's just how it's going to work. Yeah, that's just childhood nicknames. What can I say? Right? Sometimes it takes longer to get rid of them than you think. Um, so for tonight's movie, we watched a little movie called Friends Till the End. Oh, forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> but what end? <laughs> this one's often referred to as a lifetime movie, but it actually aired on NBC originally. Um, it made its debut on January 20th, 1997 on NBC, and I ver verified that on the TV Tango, which is your ultimate TV database, for those of you who need to do any TV database research. If you're a nerd that way. If you're a nerd that way. We're nerds that way, though, right? Well, also, we're fact checkers. Yeah. <laughs> Ish. Ish. Um, I also did verify it. There's actually a Wayback Machine on TV Guide for listings, so I... Went and looked at all the old TV guides. Remember when they were little? Oh, I loved that. I know. And it would come in the mail every I know. week. It was so exciting. And you would highlight what you wanted to watch. And especially if there was like a cute guy on the cover, you'd be yeah. like, Chachi's on again. He's got the cover, Mom. Don't throw it away. That really happened in my house. It probably still happens. That never happened in my house because my parents not only didn't have TV guides, but we weren't allowed to put posters up in did you not have a TV guide? Well, you know that, and our audience doesn't know this, but my parents' hobby was watching television. Yeah, and my parents' hobby was making us do chores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Mom Dad. Cut. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so according to IMDb, Friends Till the End was nominated for a Golden Reel Award for Best Sound Editing, uh, Television Movies of the Week in 1998. Which is hilarious because the sound is so bad. I mean, obviously we're watching. I can't. I, I find this one so so extremely hard to believe because the music is atrocious. It's really <laughs> all that comes to mind. So, well, good on you. Yeah. And, and so, of course, then Leanne Rhymes won for Holiday in Your Heart that year. Um that might be one we have to watch. I haven't seen that one, or I've, I've never heard of it. No, no. So we're going to have to, like, maybe check that out. Um, so the synopsis from IMDb says, an emotionally disturbed and hyper-competitive young woman schemes to land a spot as the lead singer in a local rock band, while her childhood friend also wants the spot. Which is actually not true. That's not that's not the that's not the story. They weren't actually friends. No, they were competition. And they were trying to both land a spot because one of them already has it. So yeah. okay, so IMDb, you're wrong. Um, the synopsis from TV Tango: A popular college co-ed befriends a seemingly shy and awkward student. She first helps the girl get into the school's top sorority, and then invites her to sing backup in her rock band. She soon discovers that her new best friend is taking over her life forcing her out as lead vocal, sleeping with her boyfriend, and stealing her friends. Oops, spoiler alert. When the delusional woman is eventually confronted, her fragile emotional stability is totally shattered. 
I would have to agree with that. Yeah, yeah. this one's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Except it spoils the whole movie because yeah, that, that's the movie. Yeah, okay, so if you don't want to listen anymore, that was that was the movie. So you're going to be done. But Casey's going to sing later, so you really want to stay tuned. Definitely. Don't don't leave us now. Um, the movie stars Shannon Doherty as Aww. Heather Romney. We love Shannon Doherty. And also, I feel a little bad making fun of her because she is um, suffering from breast cancer. So we do have to say a prayer yes. for her. Yes. Um, but... But the movie, we, we we just have no choice. So most people remember her from Charmed in Beverly Hills 90210. But Case, I thought of a connection to Laura Ingalls Wilder. She is she is um, Laura's daughter. I don't know. I never saw the show. I looked it up, and she plays um, somebody Wilder. And it was on the new Little House on the Prairie, the new... We're going to have to get some more facts checked about that yeah. one. It was but Little House on the Prairie, the new... Something and 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 a big shout out to Shannon for her role in Heather's as yes as Heather Heather um and I know my daughter Cassia would appreciate me giving a little shout out to Heather's because she was in it so and and for those of you who don't know Shannon Doherty from back then a few years ago she made another um made for TV movie called Growing the Big One <laughs> it's about pumpkin farming it it was pretty bad this one's worse. Uh, it also stars Jennifer Blanc as Don Armstrong, Suzanne Boxer, and Little Susie. Aww. All the same person. Um, I don't remember her. I didn't recognize her from anything. I, I think she still works according to IMDb. She's got a lot of TV movie, TV shows and movies out. And then the uh, once very hot Jason London is also in this one. And he is only billed as Simon. We don't, we don't know his last name. He doesn't have one. No, That's he doesn't need one. I don't like Simon. He's an asshole. According to IMDb, he's a still a working actor and a lot of upcoming stuff, but he was in Days and Confused, The Man in the Moon, and I think his twin brother was in Party of Five. He's got a twin brother named Jeremy. He has a Party of Five look about him. Not that I've really watched the show, but I, I love the show. know the genre. I don't remember him being on there. I think he was in later seasons, and I think it was Party of Five. I could be wrong. Well, there are a lot of shows around that time that had that same sort of atmosphere. They were all the same. Yeah. And they all had the same haircut as Heather, uh, Shannon Doherty in this movie. Yeah. Which was a straight bob, red lipstick, floral dress. Does that remind you of anyone? No. no. <laughs> she didn't have combat boots on. No. Though, so she no. needed those. Yeah. I, I kept thinking that. Through the I'm not movie. sure if she is imitating you from the early 90s. She stole my look, bitch. She stole yeah. my look. She didn't have the cool hat with the flower. No, 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 no. That, so, was, that was strictly you. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the beginning of this movie. So this movie opens in flashback. I love the flashback. You hear some um, tapping and a little bit of piano music in the background. And we see little Susie and, um, and little Heather getting ready for some sort of talent show with their mothers in front of the mirror. The mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> these moms could not be more opposite. We've got Heather's mother telling her, I know you're going to do wonderful, darling, and presenting her daughter with a beautiful new musical note necklace. And so pretty. Absolutely being positive. And then we've got little Susie, poor little Susie, with her mother, the backstage bitch, is really all I can say about her. She's awful. We think she is. Yeah. It's everything, everything that parenting books tell you not to do or say to your children, she is doing and saying to her Stage daughter. Stage mom. 
she's putting her down. She's um, she's pissed off at her because the mom smudged the lipstick. And um, so she she's she's a stage mom. She's terrible. She's yeah. a terrible, terrible person. So then she storms off after she's wrapped her daughter's makeup. She storms off and says something like, well, then you don't need me anyway. And she goes and sits in the audience in the front row. And now, cue, it's time for poor little Susie to go on stage. And boy, oh boy, does she mess up. She forgets the words. She forgets the words. Her mother's trying to give her the words. And then there's this very bizarre moment where the MC of this talent show comes out mm -hmm. and the mom almost gets into a fisticuffs with him about because he's he very kindly offers maybe you want to come back later you're not ready right now go backstage pull yourself together and come out and which is Susie's, which is sort of interesting i thought that was weird yeah i it, it's sort I, it's sort of like if you can't do it get on with it let's move on with the show well and why are you if you have such stage fright that you're freezing on the stage Maybe that's just not the place for you to be. Exactly. Well, we'll find out some more about that later. Um, all right. So um, then we do see Heather then come on and start to sing a wonderful, wonderful song as a little girl. What's the song again? I forgot. I had it stuck in my head when we talked about it the other day. Yeah, Remember? I, 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 I had both this morning as I was re-watching this. And now, God, it was some old-timey thing. Bless America. I can't remember. Yeah, both of the songs seemed like really inappropriate for little girls in the night in the well, maybe 80s to be singing on a stage. They were super, super, super old. But okay, so now we are going. We fade to college where little Heather has grown up and she is, she's elected the sorority sweetheart and it's clear everybody loves her. Yeah, she's running around the sorority house thanking everyone for the honor of being little Miss Sorority, whatever she won. And then we cut to, to Zane who is in the sorority house for reasons we don't know because she seems to have no purpose for being there except for taking pictures of heather creepy creepy like but creepy taking pictures with this like the old one piece camera <laughs> you know you'd ex you'd expect a stalker to be using like a more of a um telephoto lens like a you know so that they can get closer but she's just got this like the one piece camera where when the film was done it like automatically wrapped it's it's so like it's instamatic can't mess kind of camera and she's only taking pictures of Heather and Simon dancing. That's it. And her outfit, can I just say this? She stands out because all the <laughs> all the sorority sisters are wearing their fancy little short dresses, which is kind of the theme of the dressing, mini skirts, mini skirts, and mini skirts. Um, and she's wearing like dowdy, brownish, almost, I feel, a combat. Yeah, yucky clothes. She looks pants. terrible. Wow. Yes. She, they're trying to make her look terrible. But what I picked up the most on in this scene was that she has a particular face when she's taking pictures and then she'll pull her camera down and look like angrily or whatever. And it looks like she has to poop. Yes. So I was thinking that maybe she took a page from Joey Tribbiani's Smell the Fart. <laughs> <laughs> 
does seem to be seems to be her go-to her go-to acting she, face. She has a poopy face. She, she has a poopy stalker face. Oh, so okay, so now we cut to Heather singing with her band. What is she singing, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get to the songs later. <laughs> Because that is going to be a big surprise. I will just tell you this. Um, the music, you have to see it and hear it to really experience the beauty of the music that is this movie. It is true. Yeah. So Heather is singing with her band and her hunky boyfriend. But also Simon. remember that you can't un unhear it. No. So if you do go watch this movie, you cannot unhear the music. Do not blame us. No, it's not our fault. This, this is actually your warning, yeah. and that's all there is to it. That's all I have to say. Yeah. So they're playing in this pretty swank club. Um, it's not really like a dive bar that college students would go to. It's, you know, it's kind of clean and not smoke-filled, but no, people not. were kind of smoking indoors. So, because you could. In you the could 90s. back then. Remember Zan picks up a, Zane picks up a smoking habit at some point. She does. She does. So, so for some reason, she's at that club. We don't know why. In our oversized brown clothes. Yeah, yeah. So the band, they take a break and they go up to this VIP section upstairs. <laughs> that's like... It's not your mama's VIP in. section. No, not at all. <laughs> and they're talking about this big contest where they're thinking that, oh, we can meet some industry professionals. And that's how you get famous, right? Yeah, that's um, how it always works. Contest. You always. go in a contest. That's, well, that is the TV movie. Yeah, because friends. how many famous people came from Star Search? Exactly. I mean, it's just the way it is. They all became big millionaire superstars. Especially these supermodels. So they're just going to put all their eggs in that weird basket. Yeah. So Heather, inexplicably, <laughs> she sits down because she's got homework. This is my, um, your inexplicable dance. Now, who am I being here? Who am I doing? I have no idea. Uh, Shit's Creek? Boop! Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, so um, Heather's doing her homework. And she's just kind of going to look through this story that she wrote. She's got a pen. And it's all nicely, like, in its the stories in its little plastic case, the way that we used to have to submit yeah. them. After you're done typing them out. But that's okay. Yeah. She's not. She's handwriting. Yeah, because no, that's okay. We're not going to worry about it's that. It's okay. Those are just little details. This is all fiction, people. Yeah. So the band goes like they had their minute break, so they're called back on stage, mm -hmm. and um, this van sort of ducks when the band walks past her, like to to hide. Yeah. I mean, nobody was <laughs> nobody no, knows who she yeah. is. <laughs> she she blends. She blends a lot. So. But oh. I guess maybe to set the premise up for her being stalking. Yeah, I think it, that's just one of the big holes in the uh, whole storyline we yeah. found. So she sneaks upstairs in this glass-walled room, <laughs> and nobody sees her, and she takes the story and the pen. Maybe she needed a pen, I'm not sure, and she sneaks out. Is that my pen or your pen? This one is mine. Okay. Well, just checking. It's a flare. I know. You don't have flares. No, I don't. I hate those. Remember, yeah. we've had, we had the whole... Remember Listen. that whole time we tried yes. to get we tried to send that Seinfeld? Like yes. they should have done a whole episode on pens. Yes, absolutely. People like their colors, their tips, yep, their numbers. I used to like the R327 and now I only want a paper mate flare. This so. one is terrible because it bleeds. I hate the bleeding pens, but yep. we have like 500 of these and none that don't bleed. 
Oh, so it's kind of an unhappy That's why I gave thing. up the ballpoint. I don't yeah. want the bleeding. I no. do have the flare pen. I keep it in my purse so that when people say, um, do you have a do pen? You have a pen? Or they give me a pen to sign something and I say, I have my own. Thank you. I don't want your COVID covered. You know that I will never steal that pen because I, I don't like that kind. I know. And if you I would have this kind, I'll know that you took mine. You know, you'll know how you know because the whole thing will be pushed in. <laughs> like, Trying to push real hard. Trying to push hard. It doesn't work. Kind of like when Zane wants to take a poop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. She has poop face. But now we're going to um, cut to Heather. She's running across campus. Like she has a marathon somewhere to get. She's clearly running late. And someone that's important to her would be, of course, because she was up late last night with her band. And then she was handwriting this story. So she's running across and then she gets in the classroom and the professor is like, if you want to get into my advanced writing workshop, you must write the story of your life. And she's like, oh, professor, I have a story for you. Wait, where is it? It's not in my backpack. Now, I don't know about you guys. Maybe it's just because I'm super like him. Well, I don't know. I was worried about that stuff. Neurotic. I wouldn't have left my apartment without it. No, I think that the first thing that you would be like backpack story in my backpack ready to go yeah but apparently Heather just has magical things happen so she thought it was going to be in her backpack although you know the whole idea that she was going to turn in a handwritten story is also like she wasn't going to type that out because I don't know by then I was typing my papers for sure, for sure. I mean they had, had word processors we had that. AOL yeah in yeah. 98 we had dial in so yeah. you can type your paper so anyway, from the back of the room, Zane dressed in her oversized brown clothes again. Um, I think she's cute, though. She's a cute little face, she except is, for when she has a face. She is very cute. And she's got a cute body, which we find out later because she's like half naked in some of the scenes and also just in her little dress. Um, so anyway, she goes up to Heather and gives her the story. And she's like, you left this at the club. And Heather's like, oh, my gosh, girl. How, how did you get it? I had it upstairs. And she was like, oh, come on, let's be best friends. And Heather's like, sure, because you saved the day. Yeah. And, then <laughs> and this is this is where we start to, to see um, Zan's plan unfold. Um, Heather offers to help her if she needs it. And, she, <laughs> and Zan goes, yeah, get bitch. I want to get in your sorority. And so Heather, she hesitates at first. Yeah, she's like, oh, I don't think I can do that. That's like everybody else's decision, as if nobody listens to poor Heather. Yeah, exactly. Bye. So, um, so then we fade to the sorority sisters sitting around making their decisions about who they are going to let join. Yeah, I guess club. that's a thing. I don't know. I didn't join the sorority. I have no idea. We didn't. I'm have pretty that sure during idea. that conversation they would have thrown my name out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that one's loud and drunk and, <laughs> and not as fun as you would think. So she's out. We're not having her. I'm going to guess there's way too many rules in sororities. Yeah, I would have been terrible in one. Yeah. I wear combat boots. I drank too much. I smoked tons of cigarettes. And so, yeah. Had so, no money. <laughs> and Heather's reading this letter that apparently Zane wrote that's like, oh, you guys are the greatest. I just want to be in this club. <laughs> Please let me in. And then, um, and then the sorority sisters are like, we only have one spot that left, and we're gonna, we want to get whatever. Katie, I think it I was, I think it was, was like magical Marjorie Montello <laughs> or something. We gotta give it to that really rich, pretty girl. 
Yeah. Which and, one? There's so many. Yeah. And the, the one who could get into any sorority that she That's right. She already watch. has so many bids. Let's give it to Zan. Yeah. She'll do our homework for us. And in fact, we find out later that she does. Yeah. And, and of course, that's not cheating, is it? No. Oh, I got a whole conundrum we got to talk about later. Yeah. All right. So, um, surprise. The girls really don't like Zane. I can't believe it. I know. She's not weird and stocky at all. No, not at all, but she's in. She's okay. in. So she's in now. Yeah. And then uh, we find out that Heather gets her story, the handwritten one she lost and then Zane found, into the University Lit Magazine. And so Dan goes up to her and she's like, hey, congratulations. Also, can I come and watch the band tonight practice? And Heather's like, Oh, why do you want to do that? Can we talk about this practice for a little bit? So, oh, only if you sing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I uh, the band is practicing in this room, and the only visitor <laughs> is Zane. True, aren't there girls that want these dudes that were in a band? Yeah, that there's, there's, like, there's no other significant others or friends or and so it's really kind of creepy that she's sitting on the couch cross-legged watching the band practice I, when i was in a band me and those old guys nobody came to the rehearsals but us and it would have been really awkward and then it gets even more awkward when they take a break and zane is like saying oh this is my favorite part of the song and then she starts singing. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh, my gosh, you can sing. Yeah. And then, oh, by the way, here are the lyrics. So oh, yeah. sing along. You two sing along and just start harmonizing. Which and they I, do. Which they do. Ish. And, ish. And so it's a little creepy and a little foreshadowy. Yeah. And so, okay, now at the rehearsal... We have to go back for a second. But at the rehearsal, uh, Casey pointed out one thing that was kind of important, and that was there is a goddamn cowbell. <laughs> there is a cowbell. She said, is that a cowbell? And I said, I think so. Do we need more cowbell? Yeah. And and then and then the other thing is they sing this song called Trains Lie. How the fuck does a train lie? I don't know. Sing some of the song for us. I, I um. Oh, all right. I mean, the lyrics make no sense. Okay. So you can just so, make up words. Um, it's easy come. No, oh, that's the other easy. song. Oh. You're what? singing easy come, easy go, girl. Oh. Burning every time with your bridges. Linked to mine, you it so hard. Then we collide. <laughs> so I did forget about an important scene that happens right before rehearsal, and that is this hipster college student goes up to Zan and says, hey, I know you. You're Suzanne Boxer. And she's like, I don't know you. You're wrong. Leave me alone. And he's like, no, we grew up together. And she's like, no, that's not true. And, and then he walks away, and that's the scene. But it's a big foreshadowing scene. Absolutely. Because we do need to come back. And then we cut to Zane in her sorority house, 
with a X-Acto knife cutting Heather's picture out of the picture she took earlier. And she has angry poop face again. Yeah. And she also has other people in the room. There's so much I thought it was a little ballsy to be cutting like the sorority sweethearts picture. I and I think she shares a room with her too. I think it's a little ballsy of her to like join the sorority knowing that she wants to I don't know what she wants to do to her. Mm. Ballsy or creepy. Mm. Okay. So now Heather Wait, you didn't sing. You have to sing. Sing the song, Casey. All right. Well, so I'll just sing a little bit of the chorus. I wouldn't want to, you know, step on any. I mean, royalties. I mean, exactly. All right. Um, I, <laughs> if you sang it, they would have won the award. underground. We're on the same track. Up and down. And then the chorus. Don't be. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Don't be. I don't want to live without you anymore. I forgot the words. I don't know. It doesn't Susie. matter. None of the words matter. <laughs> they don't matter. None of them matter. The words don't matter. But the train did lie. Apparently, no. well, when it's underground. What the fuck does a train lie? It know. lies underground. But I was thinking like the train lied. Like Simon does later. Oh. Spoiler alert. Oh. Ugh. All right. So now Heather asks Zane to join the band and be the backup singer. And they have this big contest coming up. So that's all they're going to talk about is the contest. Big contest. Yeah. So um, now there's there's rehearsal coming up. and Big Zane, rehearsal. Big rehearsal. Because also they, they've decided to create, make a video at the same time as if there's some reason that has to do with the competition. And I want you to, to really like picture this guy as he's discussing the, this video. I picture how they would sit down with bands in the 80s and talk about the like the movie videos that they made. Yes. And he's got all these eclectic ideas Ooh. that, you know, he talks about the desert and a phone booth in the desert. And, and let me tell you, they all do come to fruition for him. Yeah. These ideas. Yes, so, so, um, Zane sees Heather and says, oh, you got to go talk to this gal about sororities so you can get the band promoted on the radio. And so it, it really turns out to be this wild goose chase. Um, and so Zane steps in to sing lead. Thank God she's there. I know. I mean, I know. what would they have done? If because Heather, she's so unreliable. She's so flaky. That's what Zane keeps saying. She just flaked on she you guys. Flaked on you, you guys, guys know. You guys know her. Yeah, yeah, about a million times longer than you, dumbass. Yeah, right. But whatever. But whatever. Whatever. Um, Zane, come on, and you defeat Heather, and we'll film the video now. Right. Because so, she's ten minutes late for rehearsal. Yes. Yes. And then everybody gets mad when she shows up. Yeah. So um, now, dumb old Simon, they get in a little... I hate Simon. Heather shows up. They get in a little tip. Heather's like, I was trying to promote the band, and you guys don't even care about all the work that I'm doing. And then dumb and old what Simon, does he say? You're not in the band, Heather. No, he says, you're not the band. Oh, like, you're, you're not, not the most the important band. thing. Yeah, you're not the band, oh, Heather. Okay. Which is super shitty. Yeah, but because he he's is, shitty. Yeah. She is the band. She is the band. I think she's like writing the songs, isn't she? She writes all the songs okay. with Nick. Yeah. Not Simon. Okay, no spoilers here though. No. Okay. So um 
Trouble in Paradise and um, College Sex Scene. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Your Definitely. theory of the sex scenes in this movie? Um, I do. That's <laughs> <laughs> remember when we were watching it the other day. You're like, you thought maybe the director did it just to oh, see a little, yeah. little I, DNA. I, oh, every single pretty girl in this movie is having sex with yes. someone. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert. And, 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 of course, and that was the '90s. It's this, this like kind of Daniel Steele, little yeah, bit, but not yeah. super sexy. It's not that hot. I agree. All right, so we are back at the nightclub, and Zane performs with the band, and this. Creepy hipster guy comes back. Yeah. And he says, I know what happened. And then she just like shoves him against a wall and they just sort of start making out. Which, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they were drunk. Maybe. I'm not sure. I think that's what poop faced crazy girls did in the 90s. I kind of. I mean, not that we would know. But, but then what happens? Course. Like, well, so then they're then they're like outside and they're making out. And she shoves him off of her, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she says, "Finish yourself off." And then she gets in her car with the angry poop face and drives and off. She drives away. It's kind it's, of mean. Yeah, it was. It was really. Well, why did she make out with him in the first? I know who you are. Let's make out. Okay. Yeah, and, and then, then I'm gonna finish yourself off. I don't. And anyway, okay. So, so we know that Zane is super mean. Yeah, and a tease. And, and, and has she, poop face. She does. And all, she's a creepy, stocky girl. All of the above. Okay, good. Okay, so then Zane and Heather are sitting on a bench talking. Yeah, don't you think that's weird? Like, they, there's nowhere else they could talk. Like, like the, the entire giant sorority house. And the bedroom that they share. Yeah. And they're, like, on a picnic bench. Yeah. Weird. And, and I still feel like... So... Heather wants to kind of get Zane's backstory in this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And I sort of feel like Heather kind of said, like, well, what happened to your parents? Did they die in a plane crash? And Zane was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. That, that's what happened. They, they died in a plane crash. Yeah, and that's then, what happened, I say. And then I was <laughs> raised by my grandfather, and then he died. It was very course. sad, and she had really to go to sad. foster home. Yeah, foster yeah. home. Remember, foster don't home. you remember... Don't you remember Flight 672? I do. Yeah, my parents died now. And really, that's so bad. Who remembers that? Well, I mean, sadly, I think the... Never mind. <laughs> I'm just saying another plot hole in this in, in this movie. Just, just riddled like Swiss cheese. So many. Okay, so now... So then Heather invites Zane home for the weekend. And it's just this... The family is so... Perfect. Perfect, perfect. and lovey-dovey. And mm-hmm. mom says to dad, will you always burn the chicken? It's so weird. <laughs> and and then we have like some slow motion scenes of Zane looking jealously at the happy family. It's so weird. And it's just, it's just, it's weird. Thank goodness she didn't like kill everybody in their sleep. Right. 
So apparently that weekend comes to an end. Yeah, without yeah. much of a fanfare. And and they may or may not have been back in school. And um, we don't know. You, we don't know. But what we do know is Zane is sitting at a table furiously writing. Like Scribble. the kind that would cramp your hands up. Mm -hmm. Just it's, it's angry writing. It's angry. And we but don't. Angry copying. Yeah. But we don't see what she's no. writing or anything. And then now she's having dinner, coffee with uh, Nick. Was she, or did she just show up where he was? I can't remember. No, they were both sitting, weren't they? Yeah, they were both sitting at the table together. You and don't it was know. night. It was um, dark. But you don't know what's on the table. So you don't no. know if they have food or no. if they're just. I feel like, I don't know, because Nick doesn't seem to care much for her. So I feel like. She showed up where he was, but there was definitely a table. Club. They were at a they were at a place of a restaurant or a coffee. They were I mean, somewhere was, like that. Yeah, it was tablecloth level. Yes, so it was. No, it's a weird fancy place to meet. Yeah, somebody for di even for dinner because like they're in college. Did you ever go to a place with a tablecloth? No, could I you don't afford know. a place with a tablecloth? I don't really go to places with tablecloths now. No, me neither. Yeah, I think tablecloths are. I I mean. There's all the spillage on them, and you can see things. I don't like tablecloths. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's where I stand on tablecloths. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick is not really happy to be there. He is. No, it turns he's, out he's Heather's songwriting partner. He is. And Zane is there to say, "Hey, um, do you want to write songs with me?" And he is like, flat out, boom. He's like, no, no bitch, no, no bitch, Heather's my girl. Slamming the door on that. He sees through her. He calls her out for trying to replace Heather. And then Zane says the weirdest thing. What does she say? She says, Heather makes my skin crawl. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. just odd. It's super weird. Yeah. She says lots of things. I've got some to say. I've got to tell you something. Let, okay. me, tell you, let me tell you what she says. So the next scene, um... We find out that Heather's getting ready for Simon's birthday dinner. And apparently when you're a college student, you take your boyfriend out to really expensive places and wear very short dresses that are super tight and sleeveless. And I don't know, we would have called them hooker dresses. Yeah, definitely a hooker dress. And, definitely you know, the six inch dress. heels, whatever. I mean, you do you, right? You do you, nice college you girl. You can wear it. I was I... in college at the same time. Yeah. There was no fancy. I, I mean, I. The year that this came out was, was that the year I got married? I think it was, 98. Yeah. So I can promise you that there were no fancy dinners that I could afford to take Mike on when I was a college student. Yeah, There just wasn't. Not. I mean, it was like, okay, whatever. And and also, I wouldn't have worn those dresses. Anyway, so Heather is getting ready. She can't find her blue dress that Simon just loves her in. And Dane says, I would never date a guy who told me what to wear. Uh, of course, she's not dating anybody anyway, so let's just face the fact that maybe she should shut her pie hole. Yes, so, and she might, to be fair, she might need a little bit of fashion advice. Um, Yeah. She's coming along. She's gotten she's better. She's changing her outfit. She's not quite as dowdy, but, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, too. Nobody's begging her to go out, and you, and obviously, I can prove that she would wear what a guy wants her to wear because... Well, we'll talk about this in a minute. Yeah. So anyway, Heather can't find the the dress. So she puts on a different dress. And then she can't find her car keys, which we see, see Heather steal. And then she's running around the sorority house like a mad woman, screaming for somebody to give her a ride. And everybody ignores Heather. Why are they ignoring you, Heather? I don't understand. I thought you were like 
everybody's sweetheart and they can't give you a ride. And there was no Uber back then. But we know now, like towards the end of the movie, they're in L.A. So take a goddamn cab. Right. What is happening? Yeah. Cab. Yeah. Taxi. Yeah. Well, I mean, we <laughs> cabs. Took a cab. Who could afford a cab? We walked. Yes. Or just like maybe, I don't know. So she calls the restaurant and they say there's no single people there. Well, it turns out that there's no single people there because Heather is at the restaurant. In, Zane. Sorry, I can't believe I just said that. Zane is at the restaurant in Heather's blue dress. Oh, and let me tell you, she is looking hot in that poker dress. She does look I good. Mean, she does look she really, looks really, really good. good in that dress. And and Simon thinks so too. And we know this because she goes up to him and she does this. Now, now she was dowdy and stocky, and now she's like a hot um. Um, what's the word? Yeah, she's like, she goes up to him and she says things like, I want to give you a birthday present. Let me buy you a drink. I love that you're so sure of yourself. Confidence is sexy. I guess that comes from knowing you have, you can have anyone at any time, anywhere. And he says, oh, I don't know about that. And she's like, I couldn't say no to you. Want to walk me to my car? I'll give you a present. And ladies and gentlemen, I guess you could probably figure out what that present is. Ah, oh, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. They bang in her car. Or is it is it Heather's car? We decided. We don't. It must have been her car. It must she have had been that her car. She had, Volkswagen. Yeah. He would have said, why are you in Heather's car? Of course, you know, he didn't really care. Where, well, he, he didn't put it in Heather. He put it in Zane. So whatever. Yeah. Okay. So now that they've had sex and it's been, you know. And we officially hate Simon now too. Yes. Yes. And he and Zane deserve each other totally. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to cut to the video in the desert. So it's super duper 90s. So there is, they, they pulled it off. They've got a phone booth in the desert, a red phone booth. I feel like desert. that was there from other videos being made previously. <laughs> Maybe it was like and, a video and shooting also, spot. They have a hose running water in the desert. They do. How? How? They do. Um, how? We're not to ask. Or okay. Not to question okay. Why. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they, they do this very, um, and it's beautiful in the desert. It almost looks like Sedona with the rock formations. Um, and then they have the red phone booth that they are often in now. Now the band is all back together again. Well, they don't know that Simon and Zan slept together, so they haven't broken up yet. Yeah, yeah. So you see Heather is singing lead, and Zan is singing backup, and um, Heather is clearly the lead because she's the one in the phone booth. So this is confusing coming up. Yeah, um, I did like the the um the scene of the video where there were the four phones just on the on the ground in the desert mm -hmm. there was that old-fashioned two-hand one there was a, a red one i guess to go with the red phone booth yeah, must, yeah. there was a dial phone and then a touch tone phone and then i couldn't quite figure out what that fourth phone was mm -hmm. i think it was like the 40s version probably like black you know um, um also don't forget the convertible Yes, yes, and then they're all sitting on a convertible at times. And I think they're some of them are playing their fake in, their fake instrument playing and yes. singing, and they're in the for dramatic effect. Yeah. What, what's the song? Oh, easy come, easy go. Yeah, that's easy the one you were singing. Come or easy go, and I've got to tell you that 
that this song, the key this song is in is terrible. Mm -hmm. um, and the two of them singing, they harmonize and it's terrible. terrible. Um, it's just all really, 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 really bad. So um, I have tone deaf and I can hear how terrible they sound. Yeah, it's, it's just bad. It's bad. But so we get the, we get the we get the video and then um, all of a sudden we see um, Zan is back in the sorority house and she's kind of handing out homework to all the she's sorority doing sisters. the homework for the other girl. Yeah, That's and, why they like her now. And um, Zan, we we see Zan overhearing Allison and Heather having a conversation. It's a deep cut. You know, it's one you have in the middle of a sorority house, not yes. on a park bench. Right. And Zan overhears Allison tell Heather that she slept with Sam after a show. A show. And now she's a week late. <gasps> she might be PG. She might my be with the baby. All right. So then. Knocked up. So, of course, when she's Zan's handing out this homework, she sits down with these girls. And the first thing she says is, I can't believe that Allison is probably pregnant. So, yeah. Um, oh, oh, but but Heather told her. Remember, they're like, "How do you know?" Heather told me. Yeah, but she told me not to tell anyone. Yeah, except I'm going to tell you guys, but you guys not tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. So then we go to a party, mm -hmm. and party. they're playing this game, Never Have I Ever. And by the way, did I tell you we did buy that board game at Christmas? I'm a little afraid to play it right now because of what happens next. So they're going around the room playing this, Never Have I Ever. And it's very college-y things like made out with a professor. Uh, what did the guy? I don't even remember. I've seen it like 10 stoned. times. I don't um, but then there's, of course, never have I ever thought I, I was, was pregnant. pregnant. And one of the other sorority sisters says, Allison, isn't that you? So Allison gets pissed at Heather. And Heather promises I've never shown anyone. And then it turns out Allison's not pregnant anyway, so we don't even have to worry about that. And truly, that storyline is completely dropped. All right, so the band is playing at the nightclub now, and um, Zane is, she's she's smoking hot. She's smoking she's hot. Where is she smoking? Dress, and mm -hmm. she's smoking because she's taking that up, apparently. Um, and you see her putting syrup of Ipecac in Heather's drink. Now, you actually see the labels. So for those of you we watched who, it a couple times. Yeah. So for those of you who aren't parents or <laughs> oh, yeah. don't have your babysitting license. What does Ipecac do, Casey? It induces vomiting. Wow. And you're supposed to have it in your cabinet in case your children drink poison. I can't believe Zane would do that. Yeah. That seems so out of character I for know. her. So she just puts it right into Heather's drink. Mm -hmm. And uh, then while she's, she's smoking. While she's smoking, because she's just reminds me Oh, the scene in 16 Candles where the the mom is holding the uh, spatula like, under the smoking grandma because the, the ashes are like so long. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. Oh, okay, so now um, Zane sees that hipster guy again, and um, poor Heather, um, she is in the bathroom vomiting for She's feels very like. sick now because she yeah. drank the Ipecac. So surprise. What happens? What happens next, Casey? Zane, what does she do? She has to. She's like, oh, I guess I could do it. I mean, I don't know. I don't have anything else going on right now. And, and they're like, the oh, you saved the day. No, it's not oh, the competition, it's not the competition yet. yet. Free competition. Free competition practice. Okay, so, um, so she sings. 
She does sing. And then hipster guy, mm-hmm. um, he's still kind of annoying her. And she's she's like, okay, so um, she says to him, I'll meet you out back. And then you start hearing this great murder music. And so you gee, you wonder why. You pointed out the murder music. Yes. I should, I'm going to try and put that in here. It is great music. Yeah. Hi. Hi. So, so they go outside, but they don't just go in the in the parking lot. They go all the way like around the corner, in um, in, in the alley. And so they're making out. And this this is the strangest takedown of I've ever seen. <laughs> we had to watch it about four or five times because I was I wondered did did she stab him? Did she? So I think what happened is they're making out. Mm-hmm. She knees him in the groin. Mm-hmm. Then pushes him, then starts punching him in the back like like a little girl. I am not. Yeah, you. and he's like, oh, it hurts. Yeah, and so then he he's a bigger guy too. Yeah, so then and he's got a winter coat on. Right. So then he rolls over and and he happens to be laying in a brick pile. So she picks up a brick and he kind of looks like on the cover of those romantic what do you call romance novels where the that they're like the one of them is like ooh with their hand in the air like yeah. like it kind of looks sexy except for it's not in this scene no it's not at all and then she actually says I'm sorry about this and she she's not sorry pounds him in the forehead yeah with this brick yeah. and he falls back and um one bash in the head and he's dead because that's yeah. how real life works I'm pretty sure and so then there's this weird back and forth of um. Of Zane and Simon having having like having super adult movie star sex as college students again, yeah. yeah. And this In guy, his giant apartment where he lives by himself, also, yeah. And this guy cutting the video. We think it's Nick. We're not a hundred percent sure. I can't remember. And they all kind of look alike. And yeah, we're not sure. I I don't know if it's a separate director or Nick. We don't know. Yeah. And so it's this creepy, distorted version of Easy Come, Easy Go. With sort of this murder music in the background, yeah, it's really it's really a treat for yeah. the senses. And, and Heather Heather is in the video that they made in the desert, but not I guess not in the clips of them singing live. But why would they wait until the night that they're actually editing the video to record that? Yeah, and well, they have no other rec- recordings of her. I just that whole thing confused me. Yeah, like why? Because we come to find out later that she's upset she's not in the video. Yeah, so she's hanging out with her sorority sisters. We hear something mm-hmm. about. Did you guys hear about the body? Found out the clock. Yeah, apparently, the sorority sisters also have brunch every Sunday. Yes. Somebody who made all that Somebody food. Made all the, all the food. It's like laid out. Line. There's like, all the foods laid out I for know. them. Taking little pre wrapped sausages. didn't they or some they, they said something super student. rude and they didn't they they said college student as if he was from another yeah. university and they weren't like, like 
You guys- Did you know him? Did you know that guy? Like, I would have been like, do we know him? Yeah. Yeah. Especially because, like, you know, at Fatucci's. Yeah. Everybody knew your we, name. We, we would have known who that we was. known for sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we went to go back. Yeah. But, no. I don't know, though. Would we have? I might have. Might have gone back. Probably. We not, liked actually. that place. We would have definitely stopped for a, a week, week or two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did have a reputation. We did. Us. We did. We had to meet. Remember, we always had to meet up yep. at midnight by midnight on Saturday nights. Yeah, because I was working at the hospital. I know. And then and then we had to see John because yep. he would come and meet us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was fun. Yeah. So, um, now everybody's watching the video, and Heather is pissed because she's not in it, and she wants to film it again, but it that doesn't make sense. No, it makes no sense, because she's in the video. That she's, she was in the desert. I just described it to you. I know. Why didn't they film that scene before that night anyway? Yeah. That makes us... So, the guy went home at, like, 1 in the morning to cut this video? It just didn't make sense. And we've already seen the cut version, so... Yeah, it was a super weird... Also... What's the hurry with the video? It sure. didn't have anything to do with the competition. No. The big competition. The big that competition. we keep keep telling you because it's so important. It's like the clock of this whole thing. It's true. So um, the band decides, it's a whole thing, that Heather and Zane are going to be lead together. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, so Heather is a little pissed. Heather's a lot more than a little pissed. And then, and then um, Simon says something like we're, I can't remember now. Well, oh, he's like, don't you want to, don't you want to like, I, don't, I can't remember, but he's a jerk. Yeah. So Heather goes home and tells her mother about Zane mm-hmm. and how jealous her mother or how jealous Zane is. And she says, um, Zane is quote, sucking out pieces of me and it, I just, I just have to talk about this relationship again because it's just not, it's just not. We've been twenty. Yeah. We never went home. The only time that no. the the only time I tried to have a heart to heart with my mom about I don't know relationships or deep things I when I was never that had age. a heart to heart with my mom. Well, my mom like told that. me that she did not touch on matters of the heart. So I was very clear where she stood. Yeah. My mom just wasn't interested in my antics. And certainly while it's different now, uh, just to be fair to my mother, um, when I was in my early twenties, there was no way that we were having a, there was zero chance I would have gone to my mom about that either. Yeah. I don't think I would have even told her, but I mean, it's kind of weird to have like a woman stalker probably anyway. I mean, I didn't really know anybody who like was weird like that with other women that no, that was super weird no. but I wouldn't have and also I don't even know I think by then there were stalking laws but I don't think she, I don't think Zay has done anything at this point besides murder but nobody knows that yeah that's like actually illegal so what could she have done you know yeah, what I mean exactly so Heather um comes back and what does she find she finds surprise Zane and Simon in bed together and then Heather kind of does this thing where she like reaches out and like kisses his shoulder and looks at, at Heather like, 
he's mine, bitch. Yeah. yeah. And Heather runs off. So she quits the band. Mm-hmm. She quits Simon. Mm-hmm. And she and Nick decide to have a duet and compete in the big, the big competition. The big competition. Yeah. So um so um Okay. And then, oh, and then Simon runs up to her at some point. I'm not I don't remember where they were. She I think she's just walking around campus. And Simon runs up to her and she and he's like a total prick. He's like, listen, I said I was sorry. And he's like, what, are you going to ruin this for everybody? Yeah, Simon's a prick. He's a dick because he's not sorry. He's not He's sorry. angry at her for quitting. He's only mad about possibly losing the, the, the contest. So now the girls are in their English class. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting. They're fighting. And then the professor says, uh, ladies, if you're going to keep fighting, you need to take it outside. And then Zane's like, sorry, Professor. And then she like sits there like there's no big deal. Yeah. Um, but if I were Heather, I probably would not have handled it that way myself. Yeah. She, she handled it pretty well. So she goes to dinner. Heather and, and Nick go to dinner. Uh, Nick doesn't tell Heather he's in love with her, but clearly. Yeah, he's the ducky. He's For ducky! Sure. He, he is! is. He's a ducky. Uh, and he's better than Simon anyway. First of all, he has talent. Yeah. And they write songs together. And he loves her. And he's not sleeping with other people. And he rejected Zane. Yeah. So we're we're like Team Nick. Yeah. So they decide that they're gonna be a two-man band. Because nine inch nails. Yeah. And they're gonna and they're gonna write a new song. And they're gonna write a new song for this competition that happens in just a few days now. Yeah. I mean, because we're kind of winding it down so here. They're both quitting the band. They're starting the band, band, writing the song, gonna be ready for the big and, song. And and also, um, they're gonna win. Well, we we don't know that. Right. But we're gonna hope for them because yeah. we don't want Zane and Simon to win. Oh, by the way, we also don't know the name of the band until way towards the end. But we do find out the name of the band. And we also find out where this movie actually takes place. Did I actually say it yet? No. I don't think we've talked about that. No. This movie takes we don't place. find out until way later that it's actually in L.A. Right. But if we were paying close attention to the very opening scene with little Susie and little Heather, we would have seen it was like Junior Miss L.A. Oh, but yeah. But you had to catch yeah. the background, the backdrop for the that little show. Yeah. For the like one second that they showed it. Okay, but then we find out later though, because the mom says something. So anyway, then um, Zane meets. Is she meets him for coffee or something? Yeah. I yeah. mean that's super weird too because yeah. like that's just not cool. So like she couldn't go to his office hours. Yeah, there's a lot of. Creepy... I mean, how many professors are going to be like, yeah, I'll meet you out for coffee? That's yeah. weird. Not appropriate. Not appropriate and. Probably also against the rules. Probably. I'm going to go with. Yeah. So what? So what? What happens is Zane tells the professor that Heather submitted a story that belonged to Joyce Carol Oates. And I'm only going to say this, that if he's actually at all anyway a decent professor, he would A, know that it's Joyce Carol Oates. Yeah. And also, um, there's no way this pretty little Heather, who's probably writing sad songs about I bet her stories are like, we didn't win the competition and my sorority got upset about it. Yeah. Like, she's not writing Joyce Carol Oates worthy. No. And, and if you don't know who Joyce Carol Oates is, give it a goog. Yeah. Because then you'll find out pretty quickly that she's a very prolific writer. 
from uh, the 20th century. She's very, very well known. A professor of literature would and creative writing would that. obviously know who, who she is. Absolutely. And it's just silly to me that that there's a, a story so polished that she can't, that that she wrote it. There's yeah. just no way. It's just not possible. Yeah. Not possible. But can we just say good planning on Zane's part for that? Like she, because... Again, she must have typed that paper. Yeah. And to well, type and that, that out. Yeah, and that happens, like, before the rest of the movie. I mean, like, at the beginning of yeah, the movie that was said. She's that planning. Was she's a planner. Oh, she's a planner. She's a planner. She's a planner. She's yeah. not a very good planner, but she's definitely a planner. Yeah. Yes. So, so I have just a real, I had a real problem with that Joyce Carol Oates thing. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Okay, so now um, Heather goes through Zan's things and finds the... the <sighs> Picture. And remember, but what does she say? She's running through the house and they're like, you can't go in there because you're going to break the rules. And she's like, break my rules, bitch, or some <laughs> weird superhero thing. Yeah. She's yeah. like, fuck you, bitch. So, and then she walks in and nobody stops her. Yeah. Nobody, does, nobody, nobody even comes her. to the door. No. They don't no. even, they don't, they're not curious about what she has to see. No. And she has to see a lot. Yeah. She has to see. What this. do we find? We find what the creepy we photo. We do. What, what's the photo look like? Well, so now, not only has Zane cut out Heather's picture, but she's replaced it with one of her own. <laughs> dancing with Simon. Yes. So she's now dancing with mm -hmm. Simon. And then Heather, mm -hmm. Heather says, she's after me from the beginning. And, and it's very dramatic. Yes. It's very dramatic. And they fight. Heather slaps Zane when she's... We should see who says it better. Okay, okay. You go first. Nico? She's okay. after me from the beginning. You go. She's after me from the beginning. She's been after me from the beginning! Oh, yeah. Well, that's was was really I better? Was we I better? Okay. I thought we were going to do the second line. Which is the second one? Which is the this one. Oh, you say that. The which is this. He called you a missionary woman. Slap! <laughs> so the right. girls... He called you a missionary woman. Yes. Because they're having a big fight now. So now there's a girl fight. Girl fight. Heather leaves the sorority house and goes to the library because she's going to research. Mm -hmm. She's going to research story. the shit out of this one. So she mm -hmm. goes to the microfiche room. Mm -hmm. And she's she knows to do that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Very, she's very smart. Yes. So she finds all the information. She figures out that the plane crash thing was a lie. And she confronts Zane about it. Heather gets, um, and, um, then she just like goes off and she decides she's gonna find her mom. She's got she's got what happened. Okay, so so Heather goes to Nick. Nick and Nick works cousin. And he works at a record store. He of course he works at a record store. No, a music store. A music store. Sorry. Um, and he he's like, Well, I've got a cousin who's a police dispatcher. And so of course, and it's Zane's mom's address. Now, Heather shows up at the, I know you're going to be shocked. Surprise! Trailer park. Trailer park that Zane's mother lives in. Woohoo! All right. So, um, well, no, this is, this is okay because basically what Heather gets from Zane's mom is that she is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. She is crazy. Um, but the mom doesn't seem crazy now, but she did. But but she's a little bit crazy because she talks about the talent shows that her daughter competes in. Have you seen her? My little Susie? How's my little Susie? Why didn't you bring her? Yeah. This is kind of weird. Sad. And, and Yeah. It's and, and very creepy and dark. Yeah. Very creepy and dark. Kind of like her daughter. So um, basically what you find out is that 
um, we have a mentally unstable woman mm -hmm. and um, something probably should be done, perhaps medication, institutionalization. Just prison if she gets caught having murdered that guy. Yeah, maybe an outpatient program. Okay, We're not so sure, many something. things. Something needs to something, happen. Something. And I think at this point, Heather is kind of like, oh, no, Nick, I think that she really could hurt me. Yeah. And he's like, dude. That sucks. Yeah. I don't think anything happened. Like she saw no. and then we cut to where do we go? So now, right now we have the band is practicing. Oh, without Heather. Without so Heather. This is the, the band, old band. I'm guessing without Nick, but we don't seem to miss him. Yeah. So um so Zane is singing terribly. And they're practicing at the nightclub for whatever reason. Yeah. That's also their practice space, even though it wasn't for earlier. No. But yeah. But because she because of the police being there investigating, that's probably why they did that. Yeah. Okay. So she's so she's practicing, and it kind of harkens back to when she was on stage and couldn't sing as a little girl. Exactly. And um, so she sees the police come in and ask. Um, they're asking the bartender about some things, and um, so she she gets a little nervous she takes a little break she and smokes again smoked a couple of puffs and then puts out the cigarette and um she just can't sing she just can't sing so now we um go back to the sorority house back to the sorority house but we forgot i forgot a little something that do tell i forgot about when zane's mom said um, the thing about that incident with the Armstrong. Girl. Oh, the Armstrong girl. Okay, Armstrong so what happened girl. with the Armstrong? Well, this, now this is also this is what hipster dude was referring to when he says, "I know what happened." Yeah, and this is where we think mom may be a little crazy. A little crazy. Yes, because we find out that little Susie um, may have pushed that Armstrong girl who. Fell down the stairs when she was 13 and back. And she probably would have won the competition, but she yeah. got pushed and her neck broken. So we'll never know if she was going to win. But we do know that little Susie passed the lie detector she test. She passed a lie detector test. So That's how the mom, the mom is like, she passed a lie detector test. But we, it was super weird. Yeah, we're not, we're, we're not sure. It's, so, it's hilarious. So then where do we go back? Oh, we, we're going to go back to the sorority house where everybody, all the girls are sitting there. It's a super weird scene because all the girls are sitting there holding, holding candles. candles and kind of giggling. Nobody's saying anything. I'm a little worried that somebody's going to say Bloody Mary. Yeah. Or they might have a tickle fight. It's just super weird because yeah. it's just like this. And then what happens? Zane blows out a candle. And then the other girls are like, why did you do that? This is whatever her name's pinning ceremony. You're ruining everything. And Zane says, why isn't anything ever about me? And she takes off running. And then the through girl. the candles. Yeah, yep. through the candles. Yep. And yep. then the girl's like, thanks for ruining my pinning ceremony. The whole thing is so bizarre. Yeah. It's such a bizarre scene. And I'm not even sure, like, what the point of it was. Um, Do they need extra minutes? Well, or we're going to see she's I a bitch. I think we're seeing that Zane doesn't really quite fit in with the sorority. Culture. Oh, without Heather there? Yeah. But. It's weird. She's like, why isn't it about me? It's like, when was it ever about you, dowdy yeah. face girl? <laughs> <laughs> it was never about you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. 
Okay. No. Okay. So, so um, Heather and Nick have written a new song. <gasps> and what's it called? Does anybody hear me? Does anybody hear me? Does anybody hear me? Does anybody hear me? <laughs> the song is four minutes of that. Yeah, basically. Um, and um, so then. Um, oh, that weird, that weird conversation where, where Zane is like visions of bad things happening to Heather. Or is that before that? No, that was after that. You're right. And and they're, and they're at her. That Zane and Simon are at Simon's apartment, and Zane is like, "I just have terrible dreams that something bad happens to Heather. Except for when I'm with you, it doesn't happen." Then Simon, and he looks terrified, which he should. Yeah, he should be. <laughs> and and at this point, you're kind of questioning how how many days, months, years has it been since. Because we've got like That's been like Zane a week. and Simon in this relationship, tight, tight, tight relationship. Mm -hmm. But he just lot hole. Hmm. Okay, yeah. So it's just super weird, and it's it's very much like I think we're supposed to at this point figure out that Simon is freaking out. But fuck Simon, fuck Simon, fuck Simon, Simon, you're a dick, Simon. Eat a bag he of can. dicks. He can. He okay. can. So now we're at the big competition. <gasps> the big competition! Big competition and what happens at the big What's well, happening backstage, Casey? Tell me. Oh, they're just wonderful. They show up at the live bar to, to support her um, because, you know, they're going to tell her how great she is. Because nobody's ever told Heather no, how great she is. No, no. And, and then they're like, any support. And so they come all this way and they're like, I hope we don't make you nervous. <laughs> As if Heather has never had an audience yeah. listening to her sing before. So then, so then there, and then there's like a strange kind of backstage, but not backstage. <laughs> it's sort of the tables in the club. They have this giant mirror set up, and oh gosh, who is sitting there? And vanities. Day? It's so weird, like because you know, at all these big competitions, they, they the ladies need a, the ladies have to brush their hair. Yeah. And they have their accoutrement set up on this on this vanity. And so Heather's parents walk away. And who comes to sit down right next to who her? Who comes to sit next to her? I know you'll be shocked and surprised to hear this, but it's Zane. Oh, no. And what happens? Well, they're both brushing their hair. Oh, together? together? A little bit of trash talking oh, and Oh, no, I don't believe it. A little trash talking and hair brushing. Because, you know, that's Maybe they what should happens. Maybe the movie that, trash talking and, and hair brushing. brushing. So um, Heather tells Zane she knows what she did. Heather, I think, is referring, is referring to the, the Armstrong, Armstrong girl. <laughs> but we think, Zane thinks she's talking about hipster murdered in the alley with a brick to the head. I feel like you have to watch that scene a few times because it's hard to follow. Because how would Zane even know that Heather knows that? I know that you know that I know that exactly. you know that I know. It's a whole thing. You know. But then how would Heather know that she killed the dude too? So yeah. it's it's a whole weird scene. And Zane stands up and she's like, It was an accident and I'll and I'll clear it up. And then she runs off. Yeah, and then Heather's like she makes a comment, so Heather's like, What are you talking about? Like yeah. Heather doesn't know what Zane is talking about. No. Now. So, so it's really you don't knows. know what I don't know that you think that and, I know. But I really don't, don't know. know anything. Yeah, yeah, it's all super weird. And meanwhile, the band also was like, "Hey, Nick, bro, join." And he's like, "Fuck off, fuck off." 
Yeah. Fuck you. I'm not coming back, bitch. Okay. And then we find out what? We find out the name of the band. Who's in the big competition? What's the name of the band, Case? The name of the band is Dead, Dead Pink. Dead. It's so 90s. So 90s. Makes no yeah. sense. So there's that. And they play, and it's so. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to describe this scene. Um, a montagey, crashy, because they almost make the sound of microphones falling over during mm -hmm, this. Mm -hmm. Basically, Zane is up there singing yeah. and has a complete meltdown. Total meltdown. Total meltdown. And then, and then she runs off the stage, and her mom is there. Surprise! Surprise! And there's flashbacks. so weird, yes. There's flashbacks to them being little girls again. And the flashbacks to the girl on the pitch down the stairs. We see the Armstrong girl. Yep. And then um, Zane is literally on the ground. And her mother is rocking her. And stroking her like a kitty. <laughs> yeah, kitty, kitty. It's sort of weird. Like, how did her mom know? Yeah. It's super weird. So, um, Super so weird. Heather hops up on stage. Well, yeah, they're like, Heather, you have to come and save the day. And she's like, no, bitches, but I want to win the competition. So, okay. So now we've got Zane on the ground. Zane on the ground being petted by her mom like and, a kitten. And the music is sort of coming back together. <laughs> but the, but the, it's a new song that nobody's played except yes. for Nick. Yep. And all of a sudden we hear, can anybody hear me? Can anybody hear me? Can anybody hear me? Which we've talked about <laughs> sort of reminiscent of Chopping Broccoli. Sing some Chopping Broccoli. She's Chopping Broccoli. She's Chopping Broccoli. So for those of you who remember when SNL was funny. Yeah, way back in the day. It was so long ago yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. 80s. So just Google, give it a goop. The Chopping goop. Broccoli song and you'll know exactly what we're talking about yes yeah yeah and so and so how does the movie end case who wins the big competition um, we, don't know we don't know we don't know we don't know we sort of zoom out we zoom and out. we get end credits. and then we get end credits and that's that's the movie that's oh the and movie. and zane is still on the floor being had like zane a kitty oh well we did forget the one scene the very end you noticed this i didn't where Nick kind of leans into her and she smiles at him and walks the other way. Yeah. You're like, did, did, did she just blow off Nick? She blew off Nick. We do it at the very, very end. Last seconds of the movie. Fading out. Nick leans into the microphone, looks like he's going to try. And she absolutely, Heather, so builds a wall between herself and him. It's sad. It's sad. I thought that she'd end up with Nick. She probably... Here's the reality. She, they probably won the competition and she went back to Simon. In truth, yeah. And then yeah. they graduated from college and then they became a whole other movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, let's talk about our next movie. Okay. Our next. Okay. So for our next movie, Casey has to sing three seconds. Now go. You take my breath away. I don't know what. Hey. <laughs> Thank you very much, Casey. That song was on the top 10 Billboard 100 charts in 1979 when this TV movie came out. It is called Or Later. And it starred Rex Reed yeah, as a 17-year-old rock star who falls in love with a 13-year-old girl. So 
Um, you think about that for a while, and we'll have a lot to say about it. Oh, yeah. The music's pretty good. Yeah, and, and it takes you back a little bit. Oh, it's totally, takes back, yeah. Takes you back. So so buckle up for the 70s. And we want to thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you had a good time, and we're going to see you next time. Bye. Bye.